Well, pride of Jenny. I reckon connections are going to have a damn lot of fun with this mare if she stays nice and sound uh, during the autumn into the spring and who knows, even next season. But she's had 26 starts, five wins, eight placings, won over three million already. Pride of Dubai, the sire. What she did last spring was extraordinary, really. Uh, she won the Group 1 Empire Rose at a mile, Derby Day. She started $16 defeating a tissue with Declan Bates. And then a week later, much stronger Cantala, started $13 lead, beat Mr Brightside, Alligator Blood. Mr Brightside took the length of the straight to get her in the last bound or two there in the all. 1,400 fresh up on the weekend. Pride of Jenny. Tony Otterbray, he has a lot of the Jenny horses, um, very emotional, and that's something we'll touch on during this interview. I think Tony's with us now, Tony Otterbray. Good morning to you, Tony. Thank you. Good morning, Steve. How are you, mate? Good. I just realised her mother pride of Jenny. She was a very talented mare, wasn't she, San Sarah? And her mother won a Queensland Oaks Vouvray. Yeah, correct. Um, that's, uh, and I think that's probably where I was more keen on when I purchased her to see what Vouvray had done because... Uh, I like mile plus type horses, and yes, you're certainly going to get the mile plus. So, uh, yes, they're, they're a great family um, and great breeders over in New Zealand too. Uh, we had uh, dinner with them when I was at Caraca, and uh, we had a ball. So, uh, yeah, it's a hell of a ride we're going through at the moment, mate. Yeah, $100,000, three million with more to come. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. What <laughs> was the stable well. expecting from her fresh up on the weekend into that race? She was a $9 chance in the Group 1 or at uh, $1,400. Um, we, they were extremely happy. It had been the best prep that she'd um, had uh, so far. So uh, she, there was a lot of improvement in what uh, what her previous preps had been. And, um, yeah, they were... They were uh, fancying her in the top three, that's for sure. Tony, I looked at her sectionals and the advantage she's got when she leads is, is she tends to break their heart. She doesn't necessarily run the fastest, you know, 200, 400 home, but she just breaks their hearts during that mid-stages and gets them all out of their comfort zones. That's her big advantage, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what a lot of the jockeys at the rear come back with. Um, they, they, they just say, well, we can't keep up with this horse. It's just breaking the heart of, uh, of what I've got underneath me. So that's been the consensus with... Um, a lot of the riders who've been riding against her. So uh, they're in the know. They're the guys who are, who are saying it. So, And all I can do is sort of agree with them. She does break their hearts. She goes that hard. Yes. What's her program look like, Pride of Jenny? Um, well, obviously the All-Star Mile is the one that uh, we're targeting. Um, and uh, she'll have another run, I believe, between now and then. Um, this is going to be up to the uh, Kiramar Racing Team to figure out which one it is, but it's very open at the moment. It could be a 1400 or it could be a 1600. So yeah, it could be the Futurity, um, of course. Well, it could be, or it could be the Chipping Norton. Oh, okay. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not a mile race in Melbourne, and um, if she goes for a mile, she'll have to travel to Sydney. But um, her, a mile is her go for sure. She's. Uh, Fourteen hundred is really good, but uh, once you get to a mile, she's exceptional. And have you thought about what happens beyond that with Pride of Jenny? How long she will race on during the autumn period? Uh, there's uh, a couple of possibilities. There's the Australia Cup and the uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, back in Sydney. So those would be, be the be the two that'll give her five runs, and that's as far as she'll run, um, which is a very well, she's relatively light, lightly raced compared to a lot of other horses, and I don't like to give her more than five runs in a prep. 
Um, and the reason being is uh, she's such a tough, strong mare that um, she puts so much into it that we can't over-race her. If you, if you over-race her, she'll, she may not come back. Um, so we'd like to leave a, a fair bit on her um, still when she has a break. Uh, for instance, if you last, uh, last spring campaign, she, uh, she came back in great order because we didn't over-race her. And within three weeks, she was back in, in a, um, back at the stable and had put on somewhere in the vicinity of 50 to 60 kilos. So um, it, it's, it's, it's a good system that we've got with her. Um, it doesn't, it's not with all horses, of course. They're all individuals, so you've just got to try and get the um, <clears throat> try and get everything right. And um, I think we've got it with her at the moment. Yeah. So two thousand. She's only been to that once, hasn't she? The two thousand. Yes. In Sydney, yes, that JRA plate that was heavy eight. Yeah, heavy eight. Um, and probably not ridden the way that we would like to have, uh, her to have been ridden. I think it was yeah. I think it might have been two. Yeah, one. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. yeah so when did the front running this? When did this? She morph into this front running role. Uh she was a, a front running role, a front runner, virtually from the uh, from the word go. If we go back to the um, the Rose of Kingston back at Flemington, I think three years ago, when she was uh, a four year old. So it's two years ago. Uh, she ran second, and she nearly broke her heart there. Uh, still a start. Just uh, got her on the yeah, line. Yeah, she was sixty to one that day in from eighty. Sprite of Jenny. Yeah, well, I had a, I had a nice little bet on. I thought it, you so might I, have, <laughs> but, I, but I got to be back on the place, so that's okay. And yeah, and that day she beat Mystic Journey and a whole heap of other horses, and they were they were all strung out. And um, she, she just uh, yeah, she nearly got there. She, that was a great front running role, and uh, of course, Declan Bates was the one who rode her that day, um, and. Um, yeah, that was that. That was when we knew this is how she has to be ridden. You know, we have to get her out the front and try and run some sessionals that leaves enough for her at the end, and uh, and go from there. So yeah, so she's an unusual horse. Yeah, no, it's exciting. We love we love seeing these front runners. They make wait for age. You know, she doesn't make wait for age racing boring. You know, sometimes they can sit up and sprint home, but the, her yeah. in it, it always makes it very interesting. And that's good to see loyalty with Declan Bates as well. That you, you know, you would have got a lot of. Higher profile jockeys trying to get under his neck, no doubt. Um, I think anyone would give their, it's going to say their left testicle, but I shouldn't say that. You can say the right one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to get on her. And um, yeah, look, um, Declan's a fantastic young man. He's got um, a couple of kids, um, Jenny. They've moved in from uh, from Ireland, I think, about 2017. And um, they've adapted extremely well to the the Australian way of uh, our culture and the way of living, um, and yeah, he's just a, a very, very, uh, very, very humble, good man. And to see him when he goes past the line on Pride of Jenny with his, his either his fist pump or his fist up in the air, he's, he's extraordinary for uh, a person who's just such a quiet, unassuming type of uh, person when you talk to him. So he's sort of, it's 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 funny to. Real character building um, uh, way of going about your life when uh, when you get on a horse like that. Yeah, he rode a lot of uh, had a lot of race wins on Big with your mother, of course, didn't he? Uh, some seasons ago, and look, last year was such a roller coaster. Pride of Jenny winning those feature races back to back, the Empire Rose, and also the the Cantala Group Ones within the space of a week. But you also lost one of your good mates, and and you were very generous as well with with Dean Holland, Tony. 
Um, yeah, look, I, I think that um, if you if you give, you you get back. Um, I've always been um, that sort of person that, you know, <coughs> you, sh- you share the love around, the love comes back. Um, and um, I felt very sad for um, um, Lucy and her the four kids now without a father. Of course, felt even worse for Dean. Um, and I just uh, sort of tugged on the heartstrings, and it's, it's not only me; it's a whole heap of other people. And it's, it's someone needed to start it, and I was the one that started. Yeah, you're talking about the GoFundMe. You put in, I think you started with a hundred thousand or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, um, as I said, you know, we I've done exceptionally well through business, and um, you know, my hundred thousand dollars, you know, for some people, you know, could only be a thousand. So um, it's it's relevant to what what you've got and how you live your life as to um, what you can afford to give. So. Yeah, we were very happy doing that, and um, and and it's quite good. And as I said, you know, it comes back, doesn't it? And next minute, you've got Pride of Jenny winning back-to-back Group One. So, thanks, Dean, <laughs> if you're up there, mate. And um, you know, that's what I'm that's what I mean to say. You know, it, it does come back, and it's just a phenomenal what uh, Pride of Jenny has done. Yeah, so it all started with you with selling car parts, didn't it, many years ago? Yeah, look, I was uh, originally I was with um, in, in the racing industry, as some people would know, four years as an apprentice and also a strapper and breaking in horses. My last um, uh, one person that I worked for was Colin Hayes. He was a fantastic um, gentleman, and uh, I learned a lot from there. I think what I learned from Colin Hayes, um, I, I I went forward in life with, um, and has made me who I am in this industry. Um, Colin was such a such a great man. A great gentleman, um, and now I've got some horses with his uh, grandchildren, which is uh, which is which is fun. Um, yeah, so when they and, beat you on the weekend, yeah. Well, I was uh, funnily enough, I was in the Kerimar table on the, uh, at the at the sales, and next to him was the um, uh, the Hayes boys, and of course there was a bit of banter going on. Needless to say, I was throwing some tissue papers over at them, and uh, they were having. We're having a good old laugh and a, a fair, a fair bit of banter. So there's, there's between the, between us, mate. We, we're quite. I'm quite happy that Brightside's won. Um, I'm, I'm ecstatic with the way my horse did what she did. Um, I don't care where she runs. If she, if she fights like that, I, I, I don't care. I don't, you know, I don't particularly care. Um, where she finishes in a race. Uh, if she gives her all and then fights back when another horse gets up to it, so you know you just you just can't get horses like that very often. Yeah, and of course you talk about fighting and being a fighter. Of course, your daughter um, was just that, thus the Jenny name in all of them. Uh, of course, she was diagnosed with brain cancer at a very young age, and she fought to the very end. And I think she passed in 2015, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was another champion too. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. She was given nine to 12 months to live and, and she went four years and four months. And in that time, she she got married to the um, love of her life and um, it, what could have been a complete tragedy if she had gone in that nine to 12 months. Uh, ended up being, you know, quite uh, great memories for our family and um, to remember her by. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on, and you're going to have a damn lot of fun with Pride of Jenny this preparation. I'd love to have a little tiny share in it. Thanks for that, Tony. Tony Otterbray um, talking about the mayor, uh, Pride of Jenny. Now, the sectionals tell what I'm saying. You know, she breaks their hearts, even though she didn't win, but she was narrowly beaten on the weekend. But you look at the sectionals, 
Now, Mr. Brightside's last 600, 34-36 in the Oar Stakes. So 34-36. Bride of Jenny's, 35-4-1. But she's only beat narrowly. But this is what I'm saying. She breaks their hearts during the mid-stages of races. Now, I remember Vaux Row did something similar. You know, he just break up the field. He didn't run the quickest, often the quickest last 400, 200 sexuals and so on. But he just get horses off the bit and chasing a long way out, and that's uh, she takes the wind out of a lot of horses' sails. And of course, uh, let's replay her second group one in the space of a week at Flemington um, last spring. By the way, the futurity is on the 24th of the second, but I did also hear Kieran Ma now speak this morning uh, on Sky. Chipping Norton is maybe where they're leaning. The Chipping Norton in Sydney for an next the second of March, so a week later. So it's either Futurity, 24th the 2nd Melbourne, or the Chipping Norton, March 2. And who knows, we might see her in an Australian Cup. We'll wait and see what she does at her next start. Because Choice the Inevitable, and now fangirl J-Mac brought her to the outside, and she's starting to sool into it. Pride of Jenny at the 350. Three links in front of Alligator Blood, Mr Brightside. Then came fangirl down the centre of the course. Pride of Jenny starting to paddle at the 200 metres. She's a length and a half in front of Alligator Blood, but she's fighting Pride of Jenny. She's still clear from Alligator Blood, and Mr Brightside, Pride of Jenny, this has been spectacular, and Pride of Jenny, what a Again, from Mr. Brightside, Alex.